Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High School Not So Much a Musical. This is the second part in our two-part series with Miss Brooke Yaokam, who is a youth entrepreneur and started her first business at the age of 12, which is incredible. Um, and since then, the business she started at 12, Gift Pocket, has become extremely successful, and she has continued to work on it and will continue working on it. She's currently 19 and attends Boston University. Well, we'll let Brooke take it away right after this. This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jaladanki and Ayush Agarwal. Definitely, yeah. Uh, it's really important to kind of recognize that if you directly relate to like a generation's issue, then you're actually going to end up having a better understanding of that issue than somebody who is, you know, from a little bit of an older generation because they haven't had the same experiences. So I think um, that's also true for like, I think a lot of political issues where like Gen Z uh, might have an edge up uh, simply because um, they are living in the moment of that issue. Uh, but I actually kind of wanted to talk about what you said earlier about the importance of having the CTO and the importance of like kind of setting up a, like an organization structure that caters to like all aspects, right? That caters to the marketing side, that caters to the business side, that caters to like the legal side and the regulatory side and also that caters to the technology side. Um, I think that's why a lot of CEOs, for example, um, for example, like the CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, he has a degree in engineering like in software, but he also has like in his MBA, uh, he, he also has his MBA, which then allows him to uh, kind of also know how to like really manage a business. So. If you if we if you could actually talk a little bit you know about what you're studying right now in school and uh, how you kind of picked that specific career path in school to uh, complement your your startup. I think you hit it right on the spot. My two biggest frustrations while starting Gift Pocket have been <clears throat> I can talk to the developers, but I can only talk to them so much because I fully couldn't understand their language. And then on the finance side, like I understand finances, but like there's certain financial modeling and there's certain things that like I wish I could like, you know, fully understand. And so I'm majoring in finance and information systems in the business school and I'm minoring in computer science. I think, you know, I think a lot of the stuff though you learn over time and you can like, you know, you don't need to take it in class, but I definitely think, and also I think honestly, computer science, you don't really need to learn in the classroom because I think it's a lot better you learn outside the classroom but I definitely agree I think the like that's why I'm going to college I, I'm going to college to learn the skills that I haven't learned yet and also to you know build my network be around other people but it's definitely really I think the thing is if I ever started a business again I would definitely not do it alone right now I have a, a CTO and he's 40 years old and I would say he's my co-founder he's he's awesome I like love him he has so much a background but you know if I did it again I'd want to start it with someone who um is like just around my same age and like on the same like like around like like just going through the same stuff because it's just hard sometimes i'll be honest like um i bet you understand like some of you understand this just like you know when no one understands what you're going through and like i was 12 years old so i don't think anyone was really on my same wavelength of what i wanted to do but 
it just it can be it's it can be awesome sometimes when you celebrate those highs but to celebrate those highs and lows alone can be definitely difficult okay yeah so you know obviously we're all teenagers and Nidin he does have his own um, business as well that's Comet Drones so I just wanted to know if you had like any questions for us you know all being teenagers or for Nidin specifically about like maybe what you two could have in common between your businesses and like starting it up um um so wait i'm i'm a, um i'm a, so are you selling drones and the tutorial kit or are you just sell like the le like the lessons or, or are you doing just like the lessons and how to use a drone yeah so like our thing is a it's a twofold model so essentially we uh sell two parts it's either you can buy just the drone kit and the thing about the drone kit that is that it comes along with the course so the course and the drone kit go in lieu of each other because the drone kit is complete like plug and play so it's almost like legos and you don't really have to know you don't know the whole thing that we want to eradicate is like the need to solder and all that kind of stuff because soldering is first of all dangerous expensive and it's like difficult for high schoolers to learn so the course is kind of it, it goes through all of the topics that you need to know so it first starts off with what are the individual parts of the drone then it goes to the walkthrough of a drone how to wire your drone everything like that so it's sort of like a it's both of them are sold in louis in lieu of each other because you kind of follow along with the drone the drone follows along with the uh, kit and then everything works together so that you're learning how the drone works while you're holding it in your hands and working with it that's super awesome yeah no i think uh, it's really smart to sell the products together but also giving the option just in case someone can't like afford both but that's yeah no i think that's super cool i feel like i don't have the time to get into drones but like my cousin has one and i'm like oh, that's so cool so i think that's really awesome especially like your mission and I think that's a, a really important thing about when you start a business and like is what's your mission and like what are you really trying to do and I think um you know having a mission that just goes beyond like let's make money off of gift cards or drones I think is uh, super important um you know really trying to transform the way that people see different things um what um I know you guys are not like obviously you have a lot of time to figure it out but do you know what you would want to major in, in college or like why like um like you would want to pursue a college degree like because I think I kind of talked about the fact that I wanted to go to college to get um you know computer science and finance skills was is there anything that like you're really excited that you could pursue further in college all three of yeah, you yeah definitely because the thing about me is that I will do computer science but I don't particularly find like a fascination in it because computer science is permeated through every single industry now you look at it so it's sort of like a need for every it's sort of like a need for every single job so like i'm definitely going to major in the in the intersection between like business management and technology with maybe like a minor in finance or economics just so that there's like a complete degree because i, I definitely want to get an mba not as i want to get an mba not as soon as possible but I just want to kind of sol like so solidify those skills of knowing how to invest in management and technology companies because I don't think I'm going to be the person to start a business. I'm rather going to be the person who's either managing the finances or starting my own investing firm where I'm investing in all of these like management technology startups. So that's kind of where I want to be in terms of college. Rishi, what about you? Yeah, so I there's like three things that all sort of like come together that I'm really passionate about. Nowadays, like I, I like I like computer science, 
Um, I like mechanical engineering and building stuff with my hands, but also like um, biology or like bio, biotech because um, recently I've really been into like assistive technologies and building um, things or building devices that people with disabilities can use and it'll make their make their lives a lot more easier easier like recently the la latest thing i did was um for children with um autism or asd um in like orphanages uh, orphanages in india i made basically a detector that would like detect emotions um in speech or the emotions hidden in speech so that these um these little kids they could use um, what I built to learn and uh, like connect like what they just said to different emotions because um, their English isn't that well and in India even though they're still even like most people would think that their main language in school is going to be like some sort of Indian language but it's actually most of the time English and um, their English isn't that great so I I built I built stuff like that to help them with that and like currently I'm working on like a knee brace that basic I don't want to get into the the nerdy part of it but it'll basically it'll read brain signals um so you just have to have the intent of like moving your knee a little bit and it'll move it for you so yeah Hayush, you're literally starting your own business i don't know what you're talking about rishi even though it's just a product it's still foundation of a business so awesome yeah <laughs> yeah and i think i'm more into like the quantitative side of things working with numbers statistics etc so i'm thinking of something in either like uh, a quantitative quantitative field like econ or data science but uh yeah that's where i think all of us are kind of heading towards so what you're telling me is you guys are stupid is what i'm hearing i'm just kidding uh, i'm i'm kidding i'm kidding um oh just so something i would i'm joking um Nidin, i want one thing i would say is go and finish do your undergrad and see if an mba is right for you i think mba is kind of getting more and more pushed out and not as necessary if unless you like kind of later in your life want to start your own business or get more skills or get a job raise so I just think you know if the MBA is right for you I'm not saying it's not or like maybe it's right for me at one point but I think it's not as prevalent because if you because there's like a lot of skills that you can like learn in your undergrad or just like not in the classroom so just an FYI yeah definitely I think that like the need for an MBA is kind of going away just kind of like a qualification that's nice to have but as soon as you get out of college you, you just seriously want to get some real world experience because that's where you can study all the theoretical stuff and that's great but the best way the best way to like kind of experience identify and work on the skills that you gained is by getting real world experience which is why like internships are so so valuable in college because for like the past 12 years of your high school and all of school all you've learned is like all this theoretical stuff like economics and like Ayush and I took AP Econ in our ninth grade. And that's all like the, it's it's all just theoretical. It's like in a perfect world, this is what happens. Well, what, well, what happens in the real world when there's all these other external factors, which is like really, economics is probably one of like the most interesting majors that you can take just because you get to apply what does, you get to use real world factors rather than just using what happens in like a theoretical world where everything is perfect and goes according to plan. I think that Ayush is going to ask the next question now. So go ahead, Ayush. Yeah, for sure. So I think we kind of have a good understanding of like the education aspect and why you're taking the educational route that you took. But I actually wanted to like kind of wind back a bit and talk about, you know, what were you doing in high school for this business? Because obviously it wasn't just like, okay, you started it while you were 12 and then you took 
a huge gap until now you're 19 and you're kind of like fully focused on it. But what were you doing in the meantime? Like, how did you kind of develop this business in high school? How were you able to manage it uh, while you were uh, kind of doing um, standardized testing, academics, keeping your grades up, other extracurricular activities? And like, how were you able to assemble a team while in high school? Uh, and what strides for the business were you able to make while in high school? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I was very fortunate that my middle school and high school were really flexible. And so I would leave during the middle of day for like two hours and go work on gift pocket. And um, uh, then I would like obviously work after school, but I would do a lot of my meetings like during my lunch hour and I'd have um, my nanny pick me up. And then once I uh, got out, like when I could drive or like babysitter, I would have, um, I would drive to like meetings and stuff during the those two hour time frames, and I'd have a lot of that. But I think the thing is like kind of back to things, I was building a FinTech platform. And so there was three crucial partnerships that we had to build in order for us to launch. And each of them took about a year. So we needed a partnership to exchange gift cards. And so that required a partner. And then we needed a partnership to buy gift cards and that required a partner. And then we needed a bank in Spain so that we could avoid being a money transmitter. And like, we are literally a small company with no users talking to like multi-million billion dollar companies. And so they took a while for them to come around, but eventually they did. And so, you know, and like, it's not like, well, eventually now we have someone on our team who's worked in the gift card industry before, but we were literally starting from square one, like square zero. I don't even know if that's a thing, but like, we literally like, I like, it'd be like, hey, how, how about you go reach out to blah, blah, blah in the gift card industry and be like, who, what, where, when, but now I'm, definitely know a lot of people in the gift card industry but i think that's the really hardest thing about starting a business so young in an industry that you didn't even really knew existed is you have to go in to a small industry where everyone knows each other but you don't know anyone but now we do and i think that's what took us a while but while i was working was i was you know meeting with people building out different features talking to our developers and so it all works out in the end but i feel like you know it, it kind of sucks that like it looks like so long and like you know, I definitely think there was definitely times throughout my entrepreneur journey where I was working less or working a hell lot more, but I definitely think it was just because I had to be so patient. And I feel like, you know, today's society, you just want to see everything now, boom, there it's there right before your eyes, but that's not the realities of starting a business. And that's why a lot of people, one, don't want to start a business or two, give up. Yeah, I definitely understand like the whole process of like trying to balance with school because running a business is a full-time thing. You can't just work on it for some time and then just stop working on it because the kind of opportunity goes away so quickly. So you need to get your product out in like a certain time frame before the need for the product goes where somebody else gets it. So I completely understand that. And then shifting to kind of like the marketing side, we said that you were more involved with that. In a past podcast that we did, we spoke with like a professional storyteller on like the importance of creating a narrative that like a customer can relate to and like a consumer that can relate to and uh the person who we brought on actually helped me revise like the narrative that i was telling my customers when i was pitching comet drones so how have you like revised your narrative with gift pocket by really expressing and emphasizing the problem that the consumer is having and making sure that they feel the need to use gift pocket to solve that rather than a different kind of app or solution it's kind of like you have an elevator pitch. You have 60 seconds for people to get the whole picture. And I think the thing is, is, 
you know, the nice thing about us pivoting to integrate with brand partnerships is we can really, like I, like we have, you know, $3 billion on lost revenue, people spend $59 more, you know, those kind of numbers, you know, although, you know, certain people are not our target demographic, those make sense. And so I think in your 60 seconds, how do you make your problem that is one, like make it relatable, make it like a story, make it sound like you're having a conversation with someone, but also make it make sense for someone who's like, I never get gift cards. I thought gift cards were going out of style and you'll be like, dude, gift cards are literally growing tremendously due to the COVID pandemic. But so I think, you know, how do you make it relate to people that love gift cards or whatever your product is, but also how do you throw in stats, facts in there that anyone with a brain would be like, oh shit, that's, that's what makes sense. Sorry for my language. <laughs> hey, yeah. Okay. So I think yeah. this was a really great podcast and we're coming towards the end like of our time. And one of the staples of high school, not so much a musical, is that we asked the guests that we that we brought on like a tips question. That's always the last question we ask. Where, so basically, uh, like Brooke, um, if you would just give like any advice to the high schoolers listening, and obviously you're a teenager, you're 19, so I feel like the advice you're about to give like could really relate to the people listening because most of the time we're bringing on people that are like older, like way older, but you're actually like in our age range. So yeah. Um, okay, I could get, I mean, I could go on, but I think the things that I would say right now is there's three things I would say with hard work and determination, anything is possible. With hard work, you can get a lot done. Even if it's not the thing that you thought you were going to get done, you will get something done that is, is valuable and very, it will show off, will show that your hard work was worth it. Um, you know, reminder that you're not alone. I think there's a lot like, you know, I'm starting my own business and I feel like I'm, my friends are just, you know, worried about how they're gonna do on their test. And I'm worried about how I'm doing my test, but I'm worried about if, you know, if we have enough money to make it to the next month. But I think, you know, there's someone out there that's going through that and, you know, I'm here right now. And so, you know, don't forget that. And then remember that everything happens for a reason. You know, we have, I, I don't even, I could go on forever, but I think everything happens for a reason. So, you know, every no is a closer to a yes, but just remember that like, you you are meant to be where you are right now and if you give up you are not letting everything come to fruition okay perfect thank you so much for your time brooke and thank you so much to our listeners for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next time high school not so much a musical is hosted by ayush agarwal and nitin Jaldanki. narration by samhit padala music from lewis luang relaxation cafe tune pocket and infraction If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you for listening and see you next time.